Hello, listeners. It's Philip here. It's your favorite podcast, The Doubles Alley. And we're back. I'm live from Paris. Uh, I'm joined by my brother, Peter, and my cousin, Mark. Peter is in Boston. How are you, Peter? Pretty well. It's I'm not actually in Boston. Um, it's a rainy day, but nonetheless glorious in the divine Cambridge, Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's important to uh, get it right between Boston and Cambridge because one is far superior to the other. Um, Mark, what about you? How are you doing? Good, but I'm actually in London. I looked at my calendar wrong, and I thought it was Wimbledon these next two weeks. So I, I um, flew to London apparently a month before Wimbledon started. So I'm just gonna. You've got the old England up. club all to yourself. I do, I do. I'm actually able to, uh, you know, wait on the queue for the same day tickets. So I, I hopped on the queue and I figure <laughs> a you, month or so. Are you first in line? <laughs> you might see Andy Murray going in. He he withdrew from Roland Garros, which is kind of sad. Um, you, you, maybe, hopefully, you can be a tester for the strawberries and cream this year. <laughs> True. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah. Do you think Murray? Where where do you put Murray in the um, pantheon of? Um, you know, pre-tournament withdrawals. Would you? Do you think he's top ten in history? Yeah, like within well, within five days of the tournament. Yeah, within five days of the tournament. Who would his competition be? Probably a bunch of American players before clay court tournaments. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering know, if Federer's ever done it for the French. No, I think he's he's uh, he once he commits, seems like. He's played some years probably that we didn't think he would play, and then there was years he just opted before not to play. So I think it's it's zero. But I mean, oh, maybe maybe in like a warm up tournaments, probably with Fed, probably like four or five of those appearance fees uh-huh. are just so massive for the top guys that they'll just play the first round. You know, there's like, no appearance fee. Are they getting appearance fees in the majors too, or that's the one where they wouldn't? They I don't think they do in the majors, but their appearance fee is the quarterfinal check. Um, <laughs> Very true. but Very like true. Medvedev there have been like probably three tournaments this year like he he he's just lost first round and you're like oh he just collected the appearance fee but, what was the appearance fee for you guys in college was it 15 bucks was it what was your per diem yeah yeah I would I would only play squash at Brown for uh, $30 a day for, for, for meals per diem yeah good. yeah that's a good one. And so sometimes you would lose in the first round as well? In yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I lost court. actually once <laughs> at Brown. I had actually, I I was, I had thought it would be such an easy match that I played a five-game match before the actual, like, match that mattered. <laughs> and then I, I won the first two games and my legs just, <laughs> like, totally went from me and I lost in five and it's the worst loss I've ever had in my life and yeah I didn't live that one down um yeah but you got to keep your appearance face so it's just, it's sort of out. yeah it's okay it's yeah okay. yeah anyway we're here to talk about tennis not squash um we're going to be talking about uh clay court season and then get into the Roland Garros draw um it came out a few days ago the tournament starts tomorrow so uh yeah it's very we're, we're very on the ball as it were 
but first, um, I guess one thing that's happened since we've last recorded a pod was uh, a very high-profile professional athlete hosted Jeopardy, um, Aaron Rodgers. Um, and Mark and Peter, my question to you is, if there were a tennis player to host Jeopardy, who would it be, past or present? Um, and then just tell me why. And I'll go first since I'm just sort of springing this upon you. I think it would be Sam Query, just because his last name is Query. <laughs> you thought about this one. You've had too much time to think about this. That's not fair. Well, that's just too good. He's also he's also tall, and people say he's funny. And Aaron Rodgers, his last name is Roger, right? Like oh, Roger, yeah. Roger that. Yeah. Do you guys have any ideas for uh, someone who might be better than Query? I have two ideas. Um, the first is to continue the Canadian legacy. Uh, and I think that he, you know, one of, uh, I was about to say Pat Sajak, but, um, my God, why did I just, uh, why did I just, Alex Trebek, you know, always had good hair, always well styled. So, um, so that you and, Phil, so that Phil and Peter would would choose to watch something else at seven thirty every night. I, I would um, have Milos Raonic actually. Yes, this is one of my two, just because he he will look the part, and uh, occasionally if he didn't like one of the contestants, he would just put the hand on their button, and there'd be so much hair gel there that it would stick. <laughs> and, yeah, we're assuming it's hair, we're assuming it's hair gel, and then the my other my other would be actually the aforementioned Andy Murray. One, he has four kids right now, too. He's not making much money from tennis. So I'm thinking the backup plan financially will uh, will come in handy. Yeah. yeah Mark Murray was one of mine as well. I um, I just think he's well-spoken. He can carry a show. He can sound smart when he needs to because of the accent. <laughs> and, you know, mm. you mentioned the four kids. Like, that guy probably wants to get the F out of the house once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, that that they'll probably put him up first class when he goes from London to L.A. That'll be pretty nice, yeah, though. Sure. It's a few times a year he does it. And uh, the other one I had in mind was Jim Courier. I think he's uh, he just has that Jeopardy vibe. My my, re- my retired guys are um, erotic. I think that he would have mm, some got the personality. Yeah. And I think that uh, Rafter... It would just be a pleasure to watch him age. And then, will, Jamie, there, be any, will there be any male contestants on the show if Rafter is the... I mean, <laughs> if ever that would incentivize females to... I mean, you know, the 70-year-old women love Trebek. Don't, like, mm. he, he may... There, there are parallels to Trebek. Mm. Yeah. And then there's a... Uh, yeah, there's a... Uh, Anna Kornikova. We could... We could make her the Jeopardy host. Um, R-rated Jeopardy. If we want to be, if we if we don't want to be sexist about this. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Um, Pay-per-view. Yeah, just to not be sexist, we'll make it a female host, Anna Kornikova. Um, I found it interesting how many of her choices were North American, given North America's <laughs> reputation is not the most cosmopolitan and well-informed cohort of the global population, nonetheless. We went for it. So it's good. It's good. You know, we're uh, more bullish on American intelligence than most. And then one more is James Blake. He went to Harvard. 
100%. Anyway, I'm liking the James Warren. That's on, a good call. On this American vibe, let's go to – there are two matchups uh, very close to each other in a draw that are all American. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, – in the Roland Garros draw – First round, there's Steve Johnson versus Francis Tiafo. I feel like they play each other a lot. Every, I feel like they <laughs> practice against each other every week and play against each other like every other week. Yeah. Who, who do you have in that one? I just hope that Johnson's over the hill by now. Like, Tiafo was really fun to watch in the uh, Australian Open, and he really believed against Djokovic, too. I think that. Uh, I kind of hope that Tiafo has another kind of like kick to his career. Yeah, I agree. I, I sort of picked Tiafo just out of hope rather than thinking I have some knowledge advantage in that. And then the other All-American first round is uh, Sam Query versus John Isner. Well, Phil, I'm assuming you want Isner to win that, so Sam has a little bit more time to prepare for his uh, for his side gig. Am I am I am I am I reading between the lines correctly? No, I, I like Query more, so I chose him. What, what I haven't even you? given that match any thought, but I'm telling you, I wouldn't want let, before before I answer both of you. What would be the maximum amount you'd be willing to watch that match? Um. For for free without being paid, um, like no, just on TV. On TV when other matches were on at the same time. Oh, I would not yeah. watch that match. I would rather <laughs> watch like I don't know, whatever the crappier, whatever some crappy HGTV show than than that. Yeah, like how bad does your alternative have to be, like? Like doing the dishes. What, what would you give up doing to watch that match? <laughs> Washing pots and pans. That yeah, would be yeah. about the only thing I would give up. Washing pots and pans. Yeah, yeah I would watch that match over washing pots <laughs> and pans. <laughs> and then in all, uh, in all, like national, like a national match will be uh, Hugo Gaston versus Richard Gasquet. Um, I have Gaston in that one. So, could you do some pronunciation for me, please? I'm, I'm looking down the draw here, and there's a map right below the johnson Tiafo match. Would you be so kind as to just pronounce the two players competing in that match? Uh, let me scroll down to it. Uh, behind Garasimov, Garasimov and Koako. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch. How, would, you, would you be willing to watch that match just to hear the announcers and the, uh, you know, the, the, the referee pronounce the names. No. Would you watch it for five minutes? No. No, I still wouldn't watch it for five minutes. Um, but, you know, uh, whoever wins that match will probably lose to Karenia Busta, so we're, we're, we're fine on that front. That's just sort of a boring quarter. We've already spent too much time talking about it. No, but the names, that is one of the greatest collection of names that that four players Garasimov, Kuoko, Gombos, and Karenia Busto. <laughs> I mean from a name standpoint a lot of C's a, nice a lot one. of G's yeah um, I'm, dig- I'm digging the Eastern Ku- European Kuoko his first name is Enzo <laughs> that's yeah that's uh that's my wife's mom's dog's name <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, and Norbert Gombos, like really, come on, dude. Like Gombos is bad enough, and they you think he likes Norbert. <laughs> Norbert. Like, yeah. Also, who's playing against Mackenzie McDonald in the first round, Phil? Uh, just scroll down a little bit below Karina Busta. McDonald, uh, Rusuvori, the Finnish <laughs> guy. He's actually pretty good. <laughs> okay, this is gonna be a fun first round. <laughs> Who are you taking in Fuskovics, Fuskovics, and Simon? Is that what you asked or no? Uh, no, I said Gaston versus uh, Gasquet. The gases. Yeah, you're right. I, I got Gasquet. I think he's got a little more juice. Gaston was really good last year. His coming out party, as it were, was uh, Roland Go- Garros last year against Team. He's got a little more gas in the tank. Yeah, seriously. There's some quality matches here. There's Bagness and Bonsai. I mean, we got some serious first round matches. I I actually think that that, uh, Gasquet is going to lose because if Rafa's the second round opponent, he's just got like no no will. Yeah. Yeah, You just start getting ready for grass. That is the most like one sided head to head ever. It's like 18 to nothing, it's at least 16 to nothing. If you're outside of the top 15 on clay and you know that you're playing Rafa in one of those, like the, the you know, the, you're going to play Rafa, do you literally just book your hotel room until the day you expect it? Like, how, what percentage of those guys are like, they, they already just have told them they're checking out that Wednesday or that Friday? High percentage? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think a, a high percentage. Like Popperin, what day is he told the hotel he's checking out? Tuesday? Wednesday, because you don't know when your first round right. match is. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, all these guys. <laughs> but yeah, all right, let's, uh, I guess we should just, we should just do this from the top now. We've, we've, uh, we've sort of uh, put our toes into the draw, but we haven't really um, gone about it in a... Uh, in a organized way, so let's just start from the the top uh, the top section. Um, so Djokovic, he has Sangren first round, uh, Pui or Cuevas second round, uh, and then yeah, probably Ugo Umbert third round. Um, do you have anyone? Do you have anyone uh, giving him a run? Do you do you think he gets he loses a set anywhere? Well, are we talking up to the third round or, or the round of sixteen? Because he's going to get. Oh no, they have Goffin on the round of sixteen, right? Yeah, up to up to through the third round. Do you think he loses a set, or do you think he's just he's just a, it's a smooth ride for him? He could he could lose a set in the first round, but I think that would be about it. Yeah. Yeah, there there are some matches where he could lose a set. I don't see him losing a set to Pui or Cuevas, but you know, maybe uh, Sangren, maybe. Um, he lost to Kachinato a few years ago. Uh, he lost. He's lost to like Sanga before. He's yeah. But there's nobody who has any hope of actually stretching him. Yeah, I was sort of. Uh, I sort of like was a bit surprised. I mean, I wasn't totally surprised, but I'm not sure it was the best move for him to play Belgrade this week. I mean, the only reason he did it was because it was in Belgrade, but. Um, playing a 250 right before Roland Garros is, uh, 
Wouldn't you rather rest rest for a week? I think he saw that as his daily practice. I think he just took it that way. He's like, I'm going to practice two hours a day. Anyway, I'll just practice in an actual match. I mean, I think it was a weird risk, but in hindsight, he's, I don't think he'll regret it. I think he'll feel like I got I got four ma- you know, whatever. I got four days of match play on the clay. I also think like, it yeah. like for just like mentally, it it would be mentally less draining for him to play that tournament than to be yelled at by his wife for not playing the tournament in Serbia. Um, <laughs> So I think that was some sort of calculus he made as well. Isn't also wasn't that where he was cheating on his wife in Paris a couple of years ago? So maybe there's like okay, he's expected to stay stay out of Paris, you know, as long as possible. I thought it was LA. I thought it was Wimbledon. I thought well, no, no, I he got caught at Wimbledon. He invited, uh, got caught at Wimbledon, but I think it was like the he won the French that year, so I think it was it was his good luck charm. <laughs> But yeah, so Djokovic is going to make the round of 16. Uh, in the next section, we've got Deminor. That's a good section. Kechidato, Songa, Musetti, Goffin. Um, what do you guys see happening here? Well, they're all in Djokovic's round of 16. Yeah, so yeah. That, that's where that one ends. It ends with Nishioka. <laughs> I mean, sorry, sorry. They, none of those guys, if Djokovic makes the round of 16, none of the others do. No, no, no. This is Goffin's the 13 seed, so one of these guys makes the round of 16. But I'm saying all the way down to Nishioka is that first 16, correct? Yeah. No, no all the way down box. to Umbert is the first 16. No, through Goffin is the first 16. No, no, because whoever wins yeah. between Deminor and and Goffin would play Djokovic in the round of 16. Yeah, it's weird, though. It looks like they would play in... Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so I'm assuming... You're saying, oh, who, who in that other group would make the round of 16? I got yeah. you, I got you. Right, right. It goes up to... It goes up to uh, Tra- Travaglia or something like that. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, yeah, it goes up to Umbert. So in that round, I think, I think uh, Goffin makes it through. Peter, what about yeah. you? I, I, I think that this one is really hard to predict, but I think that uh, Gofan's probably the best clay court player. Um, unless Ketchinato uh, catches something. Catches yeah, something, yeah. His, uh, unless, he, unless he has a surge like he did a couple of years ago. I actually have Musetti getting to the round of 16. Um, I think the winner of the first round match between Goffin and Musetti gets to the round of 16. Um, it's a lot of Italians. It's a shitload of Italians out of the first 32 players. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, there are a lot of Italians in the draw in general. This doesn't even include like Fognini, uh, Senner, uh, Berrettini, um, and like a few others. Um, yeah, Italian tennis is on the on their eyes. Um, but yeah, so you guys have... You guys, uh, you guys have uh, uh, Goffin and I have Musetti. Um, yeah. Either way, it's, either way, it's a good choice. Those, those won't be pushovers for anybody. Cool. And then the next, uh, the next little batch is uh, who do you think? I think it's 
I think it's Berrettini by a long shot, just because I think he's been playing well. But it's you know Felix could give him a run. Yeah, I have Felix getting to the third round and losing to Berrettini. Um, Anderson is kind of a ringer, but Clay is his worst surface. Um, yeah, Lopez is another ringer. Man, the Berrettini Lopez match is going to have a lot of women at it. <laughs> yeah. If it happens, if it happens, they both have to win. Yeah. But yeah, I think Berrettini makes he he played really well in the Madrid final. I think it was Madrid, um, the one against Zverev. He played really well. Um, lost, he but played really well just to get there. I mean, yeah. let alone playing well in the final, just to get there is pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. So so I think he he rides his momentum into the round of sixteen here, and then uh, the the Fed the Fed section between everything between Fritz and Federer. Um, so Phil, so Federer, we have no idea. We haven't seen him except in the first round of Geneva, but uh, he's got Chilich second round, um, and then I guess I have Fritz making the third round against Federer, um, and I have Federer making around a sixteen. What do you guys have? Yeah, this is a really light draw. Federer, though, has been really choppy. Um, Federer might, like, suck right now. Um, This is the most, this is the hardest one to predict, like, just how good Federer is. You got to kind of bet on him if he's there. Yeah, I, I sort of wanted to have somebody beating him, but there was nobody, I think, like, a bad Roger Federer would lose to. Maybe Chilich. Yeah, but a bad Federer is better than a bad Chilich. Yeah. Yeah, I think the fir- after the first match, he'll be in more of a groove. I think he just needed more sets on the clay. I mean, I don't know how much he was training on the clay before, but I would say I'm, I'm picking him, at least for the round of 16. I think he'll only lose... He'll probably lose two sets in his first three matches, but I think that that would be as far as it goes. I, I just remember even two years ago, he hadn't played on clay for a while, and he looked pretty good out there. He may have even beaten Stan in the quarters or something yeah, like he, that. Yeah, I think so he got a set off Rafa. Yeah. Right, yeah, and he, he, he looked good in that match. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give – I'll get him through the round of 16, and that may, he may be good to go at that point. He may be ready to, to head north. I mean, I don't even think he'll care so so much after the round of sixteen, but I think I think that's where he wants to be as far as match play. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, I think the big three don't like to play each other when they know they're not playing well, and he will not want to play Djokovic in the quarters and get his ass kicked. Yeah. All right. So then we've got uh, Nadal through Sinego. Like, does anybody does anybody get like four games? in a set off of Rafa in his first three matches. We've got Papirin, Gaston, or Gasquet, and then probably Sinego or Nori. Um, I think Sinego gets one set up to five. Maybe it's like a 7-5-6-4-6-1, or 6-3-7-5-6-1. I think he gives Rafa one interesting set. That would be my prediction one. That actually Rafa would enjoy because he gets pushed a little bit. That would be I think, I think he get. I don't think he gets five. I think he gets four. I think Sonego could get four. Yeah, yeah. I think Sonego is the only one who 
might push her off a to four games in a set in this uh, in this section. So Rafa makes the. Do you think that's what he wants? Like, if he walked off the court, his coach said, "Would you rather win one one and one or one three and four? Knowing that you played good tennis either way, I would assume he would want a little bit of a push. I don't know, but I don't know what your thought is on that. Um, I think he just wants to get off the court as fast as possible. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think he'd settle for either one, though. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he wants to minimize injury risk and uh, feel like he's playing, good, feel like he's sharp. And uh, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I, I would, if I were him, I would want the one, one, and one, just because I feel like it sort of, um, it, it, uh it intimidates the field more. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. You got you gotta you gotta put up those stats to say, hey, I'm not fucking around. Um alright, so the next section is uh Sinner and Monfils, and then we've got we've got your boy the milkman in here. And uh there are a lot of there are some hyphenated last names here. Carbias Viana and uh, Ramos Vinolas. Um, so, do you guys have Malfis and Center making the third round? Yes. And uh, Center winning, right? Um, I do. I do. I do. Malfis has just passed his prime. I don't think he has another run in him, so I would take Sinner. Sinner's on the up and up. Yeah, Ramos the, Vinolas is kind of a tough draw for Monfi. Yeah. Uh, and Herbert is kind of a tough draw for Sinner. I think uh, Monfils wins uh, just because it's the French. They're like in France. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, I'm just feeling Monfi as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he gets the third round and then loses to Sinner. I'd watch. I'd watch I 10 think, minutes of that match. I think uh, Monfi, he does not want to. He he's not somebody who's itching to play the big three, <laughs> and so I think yeah, I think Sinner takes him because Monfi may not even really want to win in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you might be right about that. And then the next uh, the next section we've got Schwartzman and Karatsev. And then, uh, actually, this guy, the guy Brooksby, who's playing uh, Karatsev, is kind of an up-and-coming American. He's won a bunch of challenger tournaments recently. Um, Verdasco v. Cole Schreiber is an opening rounder. Um, yeah, what do you guys have uh, happening in this, this section? I'll take Schwartzman. I, he hasn't played well, but he'll pick up his game. I'll take him through, at least in that section. Yeah. I, I think Karatsev. I want to take Karatsev over Schwartzman in a duel. Karatsev has, yeah. has a tougher draw, so I think I may take Schwartzman. Yeah, I'm taking Schwartzman as well, just because also Karatsev might be caught for doping any day, so like, <laughs> that right. is a gamble. Yeah. Actually, no, I'll take Karatsev. He's, he's I think he's beaten Schwartzman a few times this year. Yeah, he, he beat has. him in Australia. He blew him off the court. He like went crazy in that match. He yeah. also beat Novak um, 
I think on clay this year. Um, yeah, in Serbia. In, in, in Serbia, yeah. Yeah, so yeah he's good. He's good. This guy is. And you're right. Good. Phil's right about it. He'll be getting caught for doping anytime soon, so he wants to <laughs> cash in before he does. Yeah. Um, all right. So Basilashvili and Rublev are the seeds in the next section. What I I, I think Ru- Rublev's going to roll. I think Rublev's going to roll through that. How the hell is Basilashvili still ranked that high? He won a tournament. I think he won. Um, Geneva, I think maybe. No, not Geneva. The one that. Uh, no, it was like some big one. Uh, it was like a five hundred. He beat. Um, he beat someone good in the final. I, I forget exactly, but um, yeah, he had like a big result, and that's why he's still ranked so high. Um, but I have Alcaraz beating him in the second round, and then yeah, getting to the third round and losing to Rublev. Um, but we all have Rublev in the round of 16. Yeah. Right. The guy Alcaraz is playing, his name's Bernabe Zapata Morales. <laughs> yeah, there's some great names. Like, really good. He probably has some good shoes. Some, like, shoes that he likes to look at. Um. <laughs> this is, like, such a boring part of the draw. Like, I'm looking at these names and I'm like, I just could care less. There's so many of them. <laughs> Yeah. I have no idea Bagnus's first name was Facundo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um all right, so the next section, we're go we're down to the lower half of the draw. We've got Sverev. Can, we can we just skip the next section? Can we really you know, for obvious reasons, can we just skip it? Yeah. Sver- yeah. Sver- <laughs> Sverev beats Evans. Uh in yeah, in a duel. Um yeah. Perfect. Let's go on to the next Let's one. Let's go on to the next one. <laughs> Um, cool. Great. No, 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 no. I got Tekmanovich, maybe, or Mutat, or Jer. I That's think great, Zverev Peter, thank you. It, but I'm not so sure about Evans. I'm going to go like Zverev versus. Anyway, Kachinov and Zverev over uh, Mutat. Sam Query, the host, says we need to get to double jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Kachinov and. But he's Peter, are you even, I mean, Phil, are you really going to even ask this question? <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I think we we know the the only the only um the only thing There's we're only... not sure about is whether Nishikori beats Kashinov or not in the second round. Yeah, but is that immaterial? It's immaterial. That's, yeah, it's that's, as far as they go. He's in the 16th. Yeah, cool. All right, I have Batisugu over Nishikori. No, I mean, as if ever there was a foregone conclusion. I mean, this is the obvious of the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to Casper Rude. I guess he did win. He's had a really good year, but he's 15th in the world. Or I guess Chapovalov's not playing, so he's 16, but still. Yeah. He... So, so I'm going out on a limb here, and I'm actually going to call Pear to win that match. He's actually going to try in this one. And then he might even Paris going to make the third round, and he'll be up like two, and then he'll just he'll tank for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, way to go out on a limb. It allows me I to not go out on a limb because everything has been upside down for so long. I'm just I'm going with the upside down bet. Oh, there's an even better name in the straw. Okay, well Phil gets to pronounce that name. So 
I'm going to go with that guy make, making it somehow <laughs> because I want to keep hearing the name, but I'm leaving it to Phil. Van de Zandschult. He's a better linguist than I am. Uh, yeah, I have Davidovich Fikina losing to Casper Ruud in the third round here. Um, yeah, I got Casper Ruud. Cool. But I, I'm, more, I'm more concerned about the match below the Davidovich match, and if you would just be so kind as to tell me who the, the Van de Zandschult versus Herkacz. Yeah, what is it, Van de Zandschup? What is it? Van de Zandschup. Van Zandschup? <laughs> okay, thanks. That's good. You're better than here. You must be in Trump, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's a Dutchman. The Dutchman. Um, the Dutchman, okay. 100, 154 in the world. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, so we've got your boy Fagnini uh, and team in the next. Do you think both of them make the, the round of 32? What's, so I think your that, boy, uh, you're the one who sat next to him uh, on the airplane. Mark, so he's Mark, your boy, first of all. Yeah, Mark, how uh, how much how much how much will we uh, see ourselves if if um, Fognini plays Simone in the second round? <laughs> <laughs> that's it's like it's like playing on the Wii. I mean, that's literally that's like playing NBA Live. You know, that <laughs> version of it. It will be an entire vicarious battle. <laughs> But is it okay if I cheer for you in that match? I mean, literally, I would have to cheer for you. Probably, yeah. I'd probably cheer for you. Aww. Um, yeah. But I guess Fognini or Team, like, honestly, maybe Fognini would, because Team is just in a weird place right now. But Yeah, what the hell is going I'm on gonna, with Team? Is he just like, crisis he's searching he for won. motivation or something? Yeah, he had an identity crisis after winning the U.S. Open um, because it made him realize how much of his life he spent on tennis and not other things. Did you read to this somewhere? To beat Alexander Zverev in, in the finals of a fanless U.S. Open, yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Did, did you read that somewhere? Is that actually what's going on with him? Yeah, it, he's been like pretty transparent about it. Wow, that's disappointing. Watch out for Del Bonus. He's been, been been in a bit of a groove. I mean, I'm gonna take. I'm actually going to take Fognini somehow to make it through that, and then he will just get. He will get blistered with all capital letters. Whoever he plays in the match after that, but yeah, yeah. I, I think I think uh, deep down, team knows that it's a real opportunity with none of the big three in his draw, and it's just gonna like is 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 gonna find his game. Yeah, you should. You I have team. Should. Team is just yeah. so good um, that like he should win. So I, that's what I'm doing. Um, all right, sits a pass and Isner. Um, yeah, I think uh, the 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 fun match in this section is the second rounder between Corda and sits a pass. I mean, sits a pass will win probably in three, but Corda's the only exciting American right now, other than like. I mean, Tiafo might count as exciting, but he's plateaued a bit. Uh, so Corda is like, yeah, Corda could be like literally the only exciting American right now. So that that's something, that's a match to watch. But Sitsipas is going to beat him. Um, yeah, Sitsipas over Query. Corda was six five. Yeah, dude, he's a he's a really good athlete, and he has all the shots, and he's like smooth, like. Uh, and he has, um, I don't know, he, his, he has, like, the genes. His his dad was number one in the world and, like, won the Aussie Open. So, like, 
Yeah, they got. Dad is he the son of Petter Corda? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh wow, I had no idea. Okay. Oh yeah, Petter Corda was good. Yeah, he was really good. Yeah, they Corda. Got, he, he almost beat Sampras at Wimbledon. Yeah, Corda should not should. Corda is like so underhyped for how like good he is. Like all of the hype that Taylor Fritz got should have been transplanted onto Corda, but I think it's just why, why is Corda an American citizen? Oh, I guess he's oh, born here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach is Petter Corda. Apparently, yeah. his sister is a professional golfer. They have like some super athlete family. Um, Didn't Petter Corda get caught for doping? Yeah. Shh. Maybe they all just dope. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a sick, sick family. The yeah, I don't know. There's Jessica Corda and, and Sebastian Corda. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, they got a serious. He's only 22. Yeah, like he he's uh he's definitely the American that actually has hope. Yeah. Um. Like I think people were so disappointed by like. And the mom uh, was a professional tennis player too. Yeah. This is beastly jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just so disappointed with like how Fritz and like Tiafo and Opelka turned out that they were like afraid to hype another American. (laughs) 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 But this guy has like all the fundamentals. He just like. Don't forget Donald Young. Oh, yeah. We were so hyped for him. But he was like 5'11. Like this guy has like the frame. Like the others were just like limited and like. Tiafo had his like forehand technique, like that limited him. Fritz was a limited athlete. Uh, Donald Young was too small. Like Corda is like has all the fundamentals. He just needs to like win matches. Um, yeah, he may not be great on clay. I mean, I haven't heard his name much. I think he 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 made the finals uh, this week in Parma. I'm not sure if he won the okay. match. That's something I can check right now. Oh, there's something there. Anyway, yeah. let's. Uh... So now oh, Corda, Corda claims first title in Parma. Is like okay. yeah, yeah. So uh So then the most literally the worst eight, the most boring eight is this next group. <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, Ranich and Karina Busta are the seeds with fair, uh, Johnson Tiafo in there, Grasimov Koako. <laughs> Yeah, let's just let's just cut to the chase. Uh, Carreño boost over Tiafo in the third round. It's done. It's done. Just, just let's make this within four seconds because this. I'm is gonna take Tiafo. I'm gonna take Tiafo over Carreño boost Cool. All just right. Just... Next section. <laughs> Perfect. <thanks. laughs> Don't explain yourself. Um. All right. Dimitrov. The next one's pretty bad too. Dimitrov and Garin. I have Dimitrov over Garin. Uh, cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Opelka and Medvedev, and then yeah, I guess Tommy Paul. We've got another American, Jean Munar. But yeah, I, I have uh, I have Medvedev over Munar. What do you guys have? I have the same thing. Medvedev will pick it up. The first round will be tough, but but once he gets through the first round, he'll make yeah, that it. is a tough he'll first rounder. Yeah. Opelka made the uh, semis of Rome. Yeah, and I think I like they both strike twice. Though. I don't but think. He did, then he lost to Cuevas in the first round at uh, at uh, Geneva. I still yeah, think it's going to happen twice. Yeah, no way. 
Yeah, I, I got I got Medvedev over over uh, over Opelka. Yeah, I think Medvedev. If he loses, it would be first round to Bublik. Like, just because yeah, that guy that guy's good, and Medvedev doesn't like clay and wouldn't have been like, you know, like warmed up in the tournament yet. But he's not going to lose first round. So this is such a boring, brutal. Lower half for the draw. Yeah, the lower is, half. Other than the quality of the names, the last names, there's no one. Well, no, there's Batista Goon. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, this draw yeah. is like, has like, is like really beautiful above the waist and like kind of a shit show <laughs> below it. Yeah. Um, cool. Can we go back to it's good, it's good for a LinkedIn photo, but not for a, a Tinder photo. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go back to the top half. Um, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we uh, I have Djokovic. I have Djokovic Musetti. Djokovic winning. Um, I got Djokovic over Goffin. Cool. So and yeah, that, I have the same thing. I have the same thing. And then I have Berrettini over Federer. Same. Cool. Same. And then and I think. By, by the way. That's going to be uh, both Berrettini and Federer are going to walk off the court and both of them are going to wave to the crowd in joy because they're both <laughs> going to be happy with the result. They're, it's the first time you're ever going to see like, <laughs> Federer wave and kiss the ground and, you know, just <laughs> hold his right hands up in the air. Yeah. 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 So who do you have, Berrettini or Djokovic? And that's a good uh, one. I'm, I'm going to take the Joker in four, but it'll be four hard sets. It's going to be it'll be the last match Joker wins in the tournament, but he'll enjoy it. Yeah. Oh wow, you just tipped your hand. Yeah, I have Djokovic <laughs> in that as well. All right, so then we've got Rafa versus Sinner. Uh, do you think Sinner gets a set? He got a set last year, right? Or he came close. Or he had some. He had a tie, couple tiebreakers. I think it. Uh, no, but I think it'll be like a five-four, five-four-three, some type of mathematical digression. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, Rafa, Rafa also, like, Sinner just, like, idolizes Rafa, so Rafa has that over Yannick, like, I'm not sure Sinner, like, has it in him to beat his idol yet, um, but, uh, yeah, maybe he does, but I'm going Rafa in three. Rublev, I have Rublev over Schwartzman. That's a good match, that'll be a nice one. Four sets, four sets for Rublev. Peter, you have Karatsev, Rublev. I'm going to take Karatsev. All right. Um, cool. And then Nadal over... I have Nadal over Rublev. Um, Peter, you have Nadal over Karatsev? Yeah. Are you sure? Is that going to be Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm pretty, pretty sure. Do you see Karatsev <laughs> pulling on after like the first set? Do you see him as sort of gas from his previous matches? Do you think that match actually gets completed or Karatsev retires at some point in that match? I think it gets completed. Um, no, actually, I think Karatsev pulls out in the middle of the third set. Okay. That sounds about right. <laughs> That's a smart decision. You never want to impregnate Rafa, so it's good to, good to <laughs> All right. Um, Sverev versus Batista Agu. Who do you guys have in this one? Are we allowed to choose, or do we not have a choice? I'm calling an no. epic upset. Um, Sverev beating Bautista Agu. Um, Whoa! Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I'm going out on a limb here and calling that one out. Um, although I'm going to kick myself if it doesn't happen. I mean, well, I think has got a, he's a grass court player as we know anyway. So maybe he's happy to start getting ready for Wimbledon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, has big tournaments coming up, so <laughs> watch out. Um, then there's team versus rude. Uh, I've got team, but I'm not confident about it. Yeah, I'm gonna go team. Mark, you also have team. I had him losing to somebody. Who did I have him losing to again? Give me, give me a second here. I lost my place in the draw. I had team. Oh, in this one, I don't think I have team. I had somebody else. Oh yeah, I f- no way. Sure. Sure. I lost my train of thought, but I'll, I'll go with team. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I lost, honestly, I lost. I really lost what I was trying to do in that part of the draw. I was trying to. I was trying to make an unexpected U-turn of that draw. But it's fine. I'll go with team. All right. I have Sitsipas over Karina Busta, um, and Medvedev over Dimitrov. Do you guys have anything different? That's just um, such a terrible part of the draw. There's really no other choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, maybe Dimitrov over Medvedev because Medvedev's like not a clay court player. Yeah, and Dimitrov is. That's true. Yeah, maybe just Medvedev. Medvedev sits pass. Yeah, I mean, sits pass will eat him for lunch. But yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I think this, this is if if the if the draw really ends up like this, it would be the top seven seeds plus Berrettini, who's the nine seed. Um, that would be like the first time the men's draw has really gone chalk since like the big four were like just doing it every tournament. Um, especially and also like this bottom half team versus Zverev, uh, sits past Medvedev. That's like, uh, yeah, that sort of is a look at the future. I feel like this will be a semifinal at a Grand Slam in like three years. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and who do you have? Who do you guys have in Team Sverev? I'm taking Sverev. So am I. Yeah, Sverev's look good. I mean, he was a little tired last year at the French because of just the U.S. Open, but he looked good there. He's looked good in the, in the, in the run-up. I would agree. Yeah, I mean, he won Madrid and beat Rafa. Um, yeah, he's... No, he's good. He's good. He's a real deal. He's played He's played good tennis all the way through. Yeah. Very good. I think he's leveled up. Um, and then Sitsipas over Medvedev, just because Sitsipas is a better clay player. Yeah, but it'll be yeah. good. I mean, Medvedev will be happy to have made it that far, and, and he won't be an easy out. He just needs to make a pass the first round. He makes a pass the first round. I think you'll see good tennis from Medvedev. Very good tennis. You know, not not self defeating tennis, but Sitsipas is more more game on the clay, as you say. Medvedev does have the mental edge over Sitsipas. He like dominates the head to head, but I think Sitsipas is just in too good. His form is too good right now, and uh, he likes the clay more. His uh, mind is strong. He's in, he's in a good place. All right. So we've got, the finals. We've we got the finals. We can stay on the bottom half. Who do you have in the Medvedev Zverev match? You mean since best Zverev? I mean since the best Zverev. Sorry. Yeah, I think I, I got Zverev. I think we should pause right now. It's the it's Novak versus Rafa, 
and Svera versus Tsitsipas, it's sort of like the past versus the future. It's like one the the top half yeah. is the past and like yeah, this is sort of like an impasse right here. Um but yeah, you've got you guys have Sverev. I have Sverev. I, I feel like when there's Sverev is the one who's who's got the best track record of taking advantage of a shitty uh, of of an easy draw. Easier, easier. I mean, it's not it's yeah. not gut at that point. No yeah. big three. Yeah, no. I think it's a pass. Uh, He's made if he makes the semifinals, he's going to beat Zverev. Um, because he's lost now in three his first three Grand Slam semifinals. Uh, I think he really wants it. Um, I think he might want it more. Um, and he's also they're both in really good form, but I think Sitsipas might be a more natural clay quarter than Zverev. Um, so yeah, it takes Sitsipas in five. Yeah. I'll go with that as well. I'll go with that. That sounds good. I mean, that's really... I just have to see how they're playing at that point. It's hard to know. It, that's kind of a pick But, I mean, I guess at this point, you know, on paper, I would also take Sits a Pass. Just he's been a little bit... Yeah, it feels like he just keeps improving with every Grand Slam as well. So I, 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 li- I like what I see. Cool. And then and then the, the, the semi, that's really a final. Um who do you guys have, Rafa Novak? What do you guys see see happening in this one? I'm taking Rafa in five, and uh, but a pretty strong, like a, a pretty decisive fifth set, like a six-two in the fifth. Ooh, six-two or six-three. I think Djokovic gives everything he has to win the fourth set, but you know, just that's where Rafa's margins um, come into play, and and just that, you know, once he smells. He smells the trophy. He just he fi- always finds a way. But I think it'll be a spectacular match. I think if it goes five, Novak wins because just his like mental like strength. Uh, but I think Rafa's going to win in a tight four. Good match all the way through. I mean, do you think it lives up to its billing? I think like the first two sets will be lopsided both sides. I see Rafa wins the first like six two, and then Joker wins the second like six two, and then the last two will be tight like. Like seven six seven six. Yeah, I, I, I'm going Rafa in four as well. Um, this is a huge match. It, if Rafa wins, they'll be twenty nine to twenty nine in their head to head, and um, it'll basically mean that Rafa is going to win number twenty one if Rafa wins. So a lot riding on this. If Joker wins, it'll basically mean that Joker is going to get the record for Grand Slams. Yeah, although if Joker won, I wouldn't be shocked if Sitsipas beat him in the final. Um, I mean, I think, I still think... Do you remember the, uh, do you remember the Aussie Open final? Do you remember the French (laughs) Open semifinal last year? Yeah, I think, well, the semifinal was against was Joker and Sitsipas. Yeah, year. yeah, and since Joker won the first two sets, and Sitsipas like came storming back, and Joker was like really yeah. lucky to get out. Yeah, I just think they're all good. I mean, it's Rafa's tournament to win. He's just it's the final is just very different from a semifinal. I yeah, just, that's true. The 
we we were uh, we were talking about how Medvedev is the best player in the world in Australia, and then Djokovic just I don't know uh, played his A plus game, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah, but it becomes a non-issue if you know he doesn't get there. So any anything that could stand, anything that would. I mean, I just don't think I, any of us see Rafa losing. What would be? What would? What would? Is, what does it take to beat Rafa? Does he have to not be a hundred percent? Does it have to be somebody who's somebody going bigger on their serve than normal? What? What? What would be a circumstance against Djokovic or somebody else in which he doesn't? I think unseasonably cold weather is like the thing that is like a kryptonite for him. Like he lost to Rublev in like fifty degree weather um, in Monte Carlo. And yeah, most people like didn't realize like he was also serving terribly, like he double faulted a lot. But yeah, that is the formula. It's like if it's cold and Rafa's serve is like not on, then you've got you've got a chance against him. Um, But if it's if it's 70 or above, then he's probably going to win. Do you think he senses that the window of opportunity is a year or two for him, or does he not look at it that way? Does he not say, hey, i got to win one of these next two French Opens to win the record, or is he just sort of in the moment like, hey, I'm just, I know I'm here, I know I'm healthy, I'm playing well, I'm just focused here. Yeah. I think, like, yeah, I think he has to, I mean, I think he sort of has his eye on bigger things, but, like, you got to stay in the moment, too. Um I think, he, yeah, that's one of his keys to this. Why he's won 20 Grand Slams already is that he he focuses on each match individually. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I think, so we all have Rafa over Sitsipas or Sverev. Um Do you think he loses a set in the final? I do. I think it's another four-set match. For me, I think it's a three-set match. I think if he gets past Joker, it's yeah, it's downhill. I do too. I think um, I think it's just very different in a Grand Slam final. There have been remember that year where Team was playing awesome and Rafa just trucked him. Remember um, last year when he just destroyed Novak? Yeah, that wasn't too far away. And when he crushed Stan. Like three, four years ago, he ate him for lunch. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. One, one thing to keep in, into consideration rare. is, yeah, like last year wasn't too far away because it was six months ago. Um, yeah. yeah, that's like something also with basketball. It's like the Lakers weren't the champion last year. They were the champion in November. Like, uh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so I think Rafa can, can reach that level again. Um, cool. Um I think one more factor on the temperature point is like the French Open is uh, a week starting a week later than usual. And last week it was cold and rainy. Like, I think that's actually, um, yeah, something that'll help Nadal out actually just like pushing it forward a week. Um, Because this week it's like in the 70s and sunny. And then, yeah, like uh, the weather is supposed to be warm. Uh, at least by French Open standards, so um, that'll help Rafa out. Yeah. So wait, Nadal's not a great 
cold player, but he is a great wind player, right? Yeah, he 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 does pretty well with wind. Yeah. Yeah, because he likes the high bounce. That's the that's the reason cold. Uh, like a cold, when it's cold on clay, the court gets harder and bounces lower. It's like it becomes like a faster court. It's sort of this is looking to be a pretty rainy week in Paris. Um, let me. Last time I checked, that wasn't the case. Um, Wednesday through Sunday. Oh yeah, Wednesday through Sunday. Yeah. But Chatrier, the roof closes, um, and the highs are over 70 in all of these days, so. This will favor the seeds. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, cool. Does anybody have anything else to add? All right. All right. I, think we'll, for me. I think we'll be back uh with a mid fortnight check-in next weekend. Um, we'll, we'll see how our round of 16 predictions panned out. Um, you know, I expect them all to be, to be a plus. Um, so yeah. Um, see you, see you next weekend. And until then, um, I hope you enjoy watching the tennis, uh, without further ado, La Bamba.